0: Hello, Bay Brother listeners. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of the Bay Brothers Podcast. Today's date is Sunday, January 12th, and for our opener today, we're starting you off with the final four of things that we'd wish we have but we never think we will actually get. Then we'll explain that a little bit later. It's a little confusing. Then we're going to break down some NFL shocking loss by the Ravens last night School is back We'll wait, uh, break down our our uh, school week With a new segment called High School Corner And then we're finishing you off With some college basketball Talk and debate Alright, here we go So now we got the final four So, um a little clarification if you decide to not understand of what this is so it's basically any uh skill or quality like if you wanted to run really fast that would be one of um a quality that we'd want to have so but well, we, we never think we're gonna get it yeah um for my first one i'm gonna go with uh a good storyteller so i mean to have like a certain like voice and a cadence of how you um, tell a story of like um, an old timey story when you're a kid would be so cool. Just to have like that voice to be able to like capture an audience. That is a good. That is a good attribute. I would have to say. But also, it's about the like little details. And if you have a plethora of stories where you don't have to like tell the same story over and over and over again, it'd be a very cool thing to have. Yeah, it just kind of depends on your your kind of your background. Like a little Vince Scully, like Right. Perfect. Or and then at the end of your life. Uh, you can like Eric Burns did, you can make like a whole book about all your epic stories and all like the epic things that you you've done in your life. That'd be a very cool thing. Um piggybacking off that idea for my first pick, I'm gonna go with a good memory. Um, whether anything in life, you know, knowing trivia or um, you know, being a good storyteller, having a good memory is a very good attribute to have. Now I'm not saying that this isn't totally realistic but generally uh i have a pretty good memory when it goes to things like sports or little small details but just remembering like um exact moments or things in history i think it'd be very cool to have like a good memory and just be like quick on your feet like that for my next pick i'm gonna go with super proficient in technology um i think i'm already pretty solid in technology just because of um, being part of generation Z um, but if I could take it to dif- another level and just be really quick with like um, like editing stuff with video or just like fixing computers so like you would not have a lot of problems like that. I think it's a big one for fixing computers because typically if you're not good with technology, you got to call the tech tech dude it takes probably like three, four days to get him in and if your Wi-Fi is down, it's a real problem. Like, yeah. I mean, even when our electricity's out, you know, we have um a power outage or just the Wi-Fi's not working. Um it, it your life just is totally changed. It's like, you know, you 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 go from the 2000s back to the it seems like the 1700s, you know? It's it's um like your life is totally changed. You got to start reading the paper or just no technology is a hard life, I have to say. Yes. Um for my next pick, I am gonna, gonna go with uh, being really good at piano. I think this would be a very cool attribute to have. You can just go on the 85 keys and just start jazzing out whether that that it's at a party or family gathering, start playing some Christmas tunes or whatever. But just being really good at piano, I think it's probably the coolest instrument to play honestly and um, I think that'd be a cool skill to have. For my next one, I'm going to go with either being uh, bi- bilingual or trilingual. Um, the ability to speak another language and to be able like, to travel confidently with that would be really nice. I know I don't think I ever will because I don't think I'll ever make it a priority to be um, fluent in different language. But if I were to be, it would be such a huge advantage. Well, going off that idea, my sister and my mom, they went to the Dominican Republic... Um, This week, it was her Christmas gift. And she took four years of Spanish in high school, Um, was an honor Spanish, pretty good at Spanish, went down there. She was chatting up with all the Dominicans in Spanish. None of them really knew English. So that skill is very applicable. I feel like that is pretty realistic for me. Um, I'm uh, taking Spanish right now, and I think it's all about confidence, just trying it out. She said that the Dominicans didn't really care if, like, your Spanish is perfect, just as long as you get the general ideas across, but that is a very good skill to have, whether it's, like, you could be, like, a traveling, or, like, a doctor or businessman talking to different, like, Spanish clients or different Spanish businessmen, but, um, that definitely would be a good skill to have, I feel. Um, for my next pick, I'm gonna go with being really handy, just around the house, just something's broken, um need to use a hammer nail or whatever it is think being handy is a very very important skill and can pretty much be used all around the house to do different projects and uh can save you a lot of money in the end for my last pick um i'm gonna go with being an elite dancer i'd say i'm a pretty good dancer as of now but um if i were to take it to a different level i think would be very cool um just to pull out different moves because I feel like sometimes I can get one dimension on the dance floor. So um, <laughs> if I could take it to the next step, um, that'd be cool. But I don't think I'm really going to make it a top priority to really work on my dance moves all the time. So, yeah, I mean, how, how are you, how would you actually practice that? Like you join in a dance club or I guess a dance club or something or just like, um, I don't know, I guess just like finding just a few new moves and just kind of working on them. But you did develop your own dance move, didn't you? the the apple picker no yeah the, this, the cherry picker the cherry picker um, that was the one early on um, me and Jack Hister uh, but that was kind of faded I don't know I, get, I got a different rep- repertoire now what what is it about like what's the... I mean like there's no like name to move was it just kind of like how I feel it's it's kind of my style almost mm-hmm. Can you worm I cannot worm no maybe that would be a cool skill I kind of I oh well I'll I'll say for honorable mentions cause I totally forgot that, about this one but okay. For my last pick, I'm going to go with dunking a basketball. I feel like when I'm older, um I'll probably join like an adult league or you know, it's just kind of a fun way to hang with some buddies, stay in shape a little bit, play some ball, but if I was able to dunk in one of those things, I don't think I ever will, even though I have the height to do it, but um the hops <clears throat> aren't really in my genetics. So yeah, dunking a basketball. I don't think I'll ever be able to do it, but uh, that'd be a cool skill to have. I have to say, very showy. Uh, one honorable mention at least for me that I am determined to do this one is be able to do like back flips, front flips, like some kind of more uh like gymnast kind of moves. Oh, I, I just came up with a good one. Um, being really good at like uh strategy board games, just kind of like intelligence and like strategy kind of yeah this kind of goes off having a good memory but like being really good at trivia like for trivial pursuit or um just anything involving like a complex board game i think it'd be really cool to have but but going off the trivia idea have you been watching the um jeopardy goat i have not how is that going who's um right now ken jennings is up two to one versus james holzhauser i've tuned in to a couple of the episodes and i have to say it's cool to see them like get every single question right when the questions seem impossible, but, um, it's not super enjoyable to watch because the questions are so hard that you can't like guess yourself. Like, what's like, do you remember a question? I, I don't even like one of the categories is like, um, triple rhyme words. And it was like blood done, uh, like something (laughs) like that. (laughs) You know, it was just crazy. I mean, how much knowledge these guys have accumulated over the years and, Apply to these games, it's remarkable, but... Um, you kind of you kind of have to be a really good reader with re- reading compre- comprehension, reading fast, and have an insane memory. Insane. Like That's the only way. You have they to read said, books. my mom told me that um, the way James Holzhauser has gotten so good at it, he won the... I don't know what his record was. He, he, he won tw- over 20 Jeopardy records, I know. Um, he went on a pretty big streak last year, but the way he learned so much was he would go to the library and he would pick up like a sixth grade book on a topic. If you didn't know anything about the topic. And then, so it's not like a children's book where it's super basic, but it's not super complex. where It will take you a long time to get through the book. And that's the way he's um, gained so much knowledge. And obviously with his memory and um, he was actually a sports gambler though, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, realistically, like that's insane. Like that you're just like reading all these books and contain all this information right and it's not like even your job yeah like he just does it like wait do you know if he was like preparing to go on jeopardy like he kind of had in the back of his mind um i don't know that i have to research more i know ken jennings wait so ken jennings is the one like years ago yeah he won 74 straight so Jeopardy. is that the all time record? That is the all time record. Okay. And I think he's revered as probably the. I mean, we'll find out. He has to win one more competition to win it all. And how many did Holhauser win? Last I don't know year? how many straight. You want to look at that? Want to look that up? But anyways, um, I heard that from Dan Patrick. I was listening to his show the other day that to be able to be really good at Jeopardy, um, you have to. It, it, it's kind of like a lifestyle choice, or it's kind of like the lifestyle that fits the schedule so apparently ken jennings lived on an army base and he would just go through books whether it was the guinness world um book of world records and then he just had all this time on his hands and so he would watch jeopardy every day he would memorize all the clues he would um develop patterns on like he would guess patterns on how the clues would be asked and what clues would be asked and what categories there would be so he had a very good knowledge of the game, and he applied that to his studying. So, Holhauser uh, won 32 straight and gained $2 million during that streak. Very impressive. All right, now we will be talking NFL. Last night was a pretty shocking win by the Titans over the Ravens, beating them 28-12. to And um, <coughs> it really wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, the entire game, the Titans dominated the line of scrimmage. Um, Derrick Henry, uh, like last week against the Patriots, absolutely dominated the game. It looked like the Ravens' defenders were almost scared to tackle him, and I don't blame him. I mean, that guy is a beast. He's like, I don't, I don't really know his height, but he's like six four something around there. A lot of pounds and just a lot of muscle, a lot of grit, a lot of grind, and the man that mentality kind of carried them through i mean Tannehill only threw the ball i think around 16 times it's clearly a uh, all-out rushing attack and this proves once again the method that can work in the playoffs defense and running the football is a method to success for winning in the nfl playoffs um and this is one of the prime examples of that method and also in that game um I mean, all year the Ravens have been up right after the first quarter, and I think them getting down early kind of scared them, put them in a a tough spot, and honestly the Titans did a really good job of stopping Lamar Jackson the whole game. Right, I mean, Lamar Jackson, his numbers weren't bad. He had over 100 rushing yards. I think he was around 250 um, for passing yards, but he turned the ball over three times, two picks, one fumble, and that's the Cardinal sin. It's like... um, you know, not throwing first strikes in baseball—it's one of the necessities if you want to be successful in the sport. You can't turn the ball over. You got to win the turnover battle, and most of the time, the teams that win the turnover battle will end up in the win column once the game concludes. And in the early game, um, the Niners hosted the Vikings, and it was back and forth for a little bit, uh, seven to seven. 14-7, and then after that, the Niners pulled away. Um, when it, I think it was 20... 27-10. 27-10, yeah. yeah so it looked they like, controlled them late. For the first half, it looked like it was close. You know, Maybe the Vikings would be able to hang in there. Um, but at the end of the day, the 49ers' defense was very explosive. Nick Bosa, rookie, I believe, um, he had a great game. But the 49ers' defensive front was um they were dominant in this game and that was kind of their whole ideology and how they started with this their team is very young but the way they built their team is they started with the defensive line they developed that and then they went from there they they got Jimmy G they got a couple running backs uh Tevin Coleman then they traded for Emmanuel Sanders so they had some weapons uh on the offensive front of course they drafted George Kittle in the fifth round so a combination of drafting well and um getting some players through free agency uh led the 49ers to success um whoever wins Packers or Seahawks I don't see them beating the 49ers next week though yeah i don't know um every single time i've gone to a packer game the packers have won the super bowl that season so there's a stat for you right there so <laughs> you've only gone to one packer game in your that is correct but, but the stats go with it so <laughs> <laughs> That's a good stat of the day. Um, we'll going, uh, we'll uh, segue into the Packer game now. So, Packer game today, Jack will be in attendance in the Frozen Tundra. Indeed, yes. indeed. Um, so, What's the I line on the game? Minus four for Packers. Um, this is a tough one. I think – I'm going to take the Seahawks on this one. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think outright the Packers will win – but uh, I think it's going to be within a field goal or less in this game. I, I agree with you on this one. I think the Seahawks is the safer choice here because um, I think it's going to be a really close game if the Packers win, but then it also could go really wrong for the Packers. I mean, the C- every single game the Seahawks have played this year, in almost every single game, it's been they've won by like a touchdown or less or lost by a touchdown or less. They're in a lot of close games, and I think that's because um, – they don't like to pass the ball a lot till the fourth quarter. They usually limit Russell Wilson, it seems like. Um, they are mainly run first team, but now with their fifth-string running back and Marshawn Lynch, maybe they'll open it up a little bit. But, um, yeah, I like the Seahawks. In the points, I'll probably take the Packers outright as well. So. Yeah. And then the early game today, um, Texans at um, the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 10, and we also have a pre-bet on this one too. Yeah, I forgot about this one, but you brought it up. Um Chiefs way you said Chiefs minus 10, right? Yeah. Um yeah, this is a tough one in on the line. I'll probably take the I'll take the Texans. I'm also going to take the Texans. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. No, I don't I think I think 10's too much, honestly. yeah, It's still I a mean it was like game, I mean I last like... night I had the I had the Titans plus 10 and that worked out well for me. Yeah, that's true. I mean but when a team is catching that many points um, I like to take him, especially in the playoffs, when I feel like anything can kind of be close, um, a lot of different miscues can happen, where I feel like the games tend to be close. Right. Um, and explain the bet. So, I think it was around, like, week uh, week four, 13, maybe. And it? No, it was earlier than that. It was earlier than I think that? it was, like, week 9 or week when, 8. Whenever the Chiefs kind of... It was after Mahomes was back, but they were still kind of struggling a oh, little bit. Oh, yeah, they were, like... I'm sure it was after the Titans lost. They lost like 35 yeah, to 32. Yeah, it was yeah, something like that. And I, I like the Chiefs from day one. And my colors do not spread like they don't ever on this podcast. Yeah. And I said I still like the Chiefs. They're going to win two playoff games, and they're in a position now. So if I do, if they do not, I have to eat. What type of fish it is it? What's the fish we're eating? Herring. 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 Over. Um. So if the Chiefs do win two playoff games, then Andrew has to eat. Um. That, too. I, and so that this also means it. that the Chiefs have to make it to the Super Bowl. Yes, they have to make Super Bowl. So um, your chances really got better last night, though, yeah. with the Titans. But but if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, I don't know. I'm giving some Chiefs swag for the Super Bowl or something. I'm all on the Chiefs now. <laughs> I did have a um, – there used to be a player for the Chiefs in – when I was, like, five. His name was, like, Devontae Hall. Uh-huh. And, um, of course, I had to get yes. the jersey because my last name's Hall. So um, – I, I think that might be in in the attic. Yeah, Maybe you, I can pull it out. You could go Devante. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I might I might have to go with the Chiefs visor then. Instead, of Chiefs the visor way. would be cool. Yeah. I mean, you could get like an Andy Reid costume. Yes, I can. You have you ever see that Andy Reid punt pass kick video? I think when I, he was like thirteen, and he's just oh ginormous. I did, No, I did not see that. Never mind. All right, I gotta show you that. Um, but uh, is that it for NFL? That's it. All right. School is back baby. Uh this was the first week of school, the first full week of school back for us. Andrew had the two days back um last week, but we are back for me. It was my first week of semester 2 and he's getting prepared for exams. This is the dog days of winter. This is the grind time, I tell you. Yeah. All right. So, this new segment, High School Corner, usually will um say like one kind of like funny story or funny anecdote that we encountered during the week. Jack, you want to start us off? Yeah, so I'm in this class, Stained Glass, and um, so the teacher, um, he's not really a Dominican teacher, he just comes in for the one hour a day to teach Stained Glass. He has his own um, Stained Glass shop on the east side, and he told us a story. Um, of, well, first of all, um, did you know Stained Glass is made from, like, burning sand? Like, getting sand so, really hot. I know sand, I learned last year in chemistry, is... Quartz, right? I don't... Sure. I'll trust okay, you. But, but quartz. So what is... So do you guys, like, you know, go to the beach, get a big bucket, and then bring it back to class, or like... No, no. Um, I mean, he just, like, buys glass from a company, but I will tell you one story about um, glass while we're here. So, um, the miners back hundreds of hundreds of years ago were mining for silver, and there was this other metal that looked exactly like silver, but it was, like, toxic, and... Once you like touched it, you would like die that day. You start bleeding out. So, um, they started calling it like the demon, like the demon, uh, mineral. Like they didn't know what it was. Um, so people kept dying. They try to stay away from it as much as they can as they still try to get the silver. Um, many years later, they found a safer way to get it out and they used that as a, um, as color as a glass. So it was a really good blue color and they call that cobalt glass because the translation for demon, um, I think it's like in German or something is, is cobalt. So that's why they call it. Cobalt is uh, also an element. Yeah. So, um, so it was cobalt, the mystery. I don't think so. I'm not quite sure. Maybe it was, but, um, now it's like a really nice blue color and you could have tons of glass from it. So, so, is that how stained glass is made from that mystery silver thing? Yes, that's how it's made from that. Okay. So, but I thought you said it was from sand. No, no, no. So, that, like, I don't know, it's, that mineral is different. Like, I don't know how if they do it in a different way there, but for the most part, it's from, like, um, well, okay, let me restart you. It can be made from sand, but now there's different ways that they can do it where it's oh. much easier. Okay, That's gotcha, what gotcha. So, did you guys make any stained glass this week? We started to break glass. Um, you know the process of making breaking glass. Cut myself already, um, so there'll be a lot going on there. But yeah, stained glass will be good. I'm making a teeter tatter next week, so out of stained glass. Out of stained glass. How big is this teeter totter gonna be? Uh, probably like yay wide. I don't know. Okay. Like here. Like a foot. No, less than a foot, probably like eight inches uh, up at the base. Nice. Okay, um, for my high school corner this week, I'm going to go with um, my swim meet on Thursday. Um, so this Thursday we had our big meet against Homestead. Homestead's our rivals um, from Whitefish Bay. Everyone, I mean, it's just a big rivalry. Every sport, it is um, – everyone despises homestead that's simply put but we go to homestead's pool and um right when we get in there it just smells like gas like it smells like um carbon monoxide you know when you turn the stove on and the fire doesn't come out it's carbon monoxide it's just a really bad smell yeah it smells like sulfur like burning eggs or not burning eggs rotten eggs it was one of the worst smells i've ever encountered um uh, but anyways apparently they have a really bad filtration system in that pool and so the chlorine was just stuck up there but you know i was thinking about that that's how they killed um the jews like in world war ii with like with gas so i was like getting nervous you know so you you thought you're maybe going that day maybe it, <laughs> were you thinking of the well, evacuate i mean i wasn't thinking that severe but you know i was just thinking like what's going geez, on yeah. yeah what's going on but then anyways how'd them be killed though anyway uh, we won, we won 92 to 88. That's a very close score. By the way, it came down to the final relay. Um, I anchored the relay came out with the victory. It was pretty thrilling and, um, a bunch of shenanigans go on during that meet, but that's for another day a- after, wait. So do you, did you know you won right when you like, hit yeah, the, right when I so hit had to give a nice little water slap, like, oh, a little you, section. Know, should, you know, <laughs> you know, I couldn't do take that. off the cap, right? I couldn't do maybe a little slight fist pump I could do, but for that type of meet and a dual meet, I couldn't do a huge water slap. It'd be like, because we were kind of expected to win that meet. Okay. So you couldn't like boast. It would be like the Soviets, if they won, you know, instead of the U.S. winning 4-3, to three, the Soviets won 4-3. to three. Instead of that, it would, uh, the Soviets wouldn't be like, Celebrating all around, you know, going out to party the next night because they won against the U.S. I mean, it's just a bunch of college kids. Hey, they're the best team in the world. Yeah. So it's kind of similar. I mean, not that drastic. I'm not trying to sound arrogant here, but. Mm. How, um, how's the squad looking, though? Is it. We're looking state? pretty good this year. Um, There was like some ranking that were like third in state, but we, we can't get overconfident here. You know, you got to. Mm-hmm. Who, who are all some of the top teams? Um, Do you know? Cedarburg couple teams from uh, Madison area. But um, as Eric Burns say, be humble or get humble. Now to close you out this week with um, our last segment of some college basketball talk. Um, we're going to just go over who we think is, has the best conference, um, how kind of conference play has been going so far. So right now, for me, um, I think the Big Ten is the best conference Um, they, right now, according to Lenardi, they have 10 teams in, uh, you know, all their teams have been up and down just because that's how college basketball has been going. But, you know, Maryland, Ohio state, Michigan, Michigan state, those are four really good teams at the top of their conference. And, um, I mean, Penn state's been a kind of surprise this year. Um, they have, they have some seniors, but I didn't really expect them personally to be winning this many games. So we'll see if that continues there. Um, you know, Wisconsin's been playing good, but they also have some bad losses. They had the big one at Ohio State. Um, they so, won at Indiana, or they won at home against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? They they won against Penn State yesterday. Penn State yeah. was apparently ranked like twentieth. They are, yeah. Um, so I mean, we'll see how if they can. I don't think they can keep ten teams in the tournament. I think um some of the team some of the teams from the ACC. Uh, Big Twelve and SEC will move up a little bit and they'll get six or seven and the Big Ten will move down a little bit. Um also I think the Big East has been really good this year. Um like Andrew was telling saying earlier, they don't have a dominant dominant team compared to other right. competins. But Yeah. Um The Big East is just filled with depth. They got a lot of uh they got a lot of really solid teams and watching some of the Marquette game yesterday, watched the Creighton game but uh, the announcers in both games were just saying that both these or er, the biggest teams will just not. There's no like horrible team like they're not gonna be able to take a game off like they usually are with. You know how's DePaul this year? Yeah, DePaul's DePaul's pretty good this year. I mean, they have two top 100 guys who came in last year. Um, as freshmen, now they're sophomores. They kind of understand the game more, a little more how Big East ball is being played. And they had a lot of good non-conference wins. So, I mean, you can't take a night off in Chicago. Providence, Marquette just lost to at home an awful loss, but you can't take a night off. St. John's is probably the only team where, I mean, it'd still be tough to win on the road. But, I mean, St. St. John's isn't, like, completely awful either. Like Right. And then the probably the best team in the Big East is uh, Villanova. Um, well, I, right now, I would say right Butler, now. but I think in the end, when it's all said and done, I'm going to go with the good play yeah, of Nova. I mean, yeah, so. yeah, Butler, according to Leonardi's is a one seed right now. I mean, they're 15-1. and one. They only lost one game to Baylor, who went into Allen Fieldhouse at Kansas and won yesterday. So that was a very impressive win for the Bears. But, um, yeah, I guess Butler would be the best team right now, but in the grand scheme of things, with Jay Wright, you know, best dressed, and with that on his side, Well, Milanova, also, like... I think once we get, once, because all these home teams are winning these games, all the home teams are beating these highly ranked opponents, so I think once they start going on the road more, then they're going to lose a couple games, and they're going to come back to Earth, and we can kind of see um, a little bit of how this is going to shape out, but it's basically, I feel like there's going to be a few top teams that separate themselves, and there's going to be about like seven teams sort of uh, log jammed right in the middle of Big East. Who they all like, and they all beat each other up pretty much. Yeah, that's all it's gonna be. <laughs> um, you know, Creighton's been playing good. They handled yeah. Marquette last week. I want to give a fast pace. Yeah, you know, I want to give talk. a shout out to the Jays. Big fan of them. Um, and uh, I like the way they play ball. They play fast. They can shoot the Rockwell, Mitch Balick, Jair Alexander. Uh, they got this new Bishop guy inside. Um, and they have Michael Carter Williams' step or yeah half brother. On the team, he's the point guard, um Zagorowski, oh, yeah, yeah. and um uh, he's been balling pretty well. so Creighton look out for them. I think they could be maybe like yeah. a dark horse, like seven seed and uh, maybe make a run at it. But we will see seen Hall play well. Miles Powell, yeah, always always balling and Miles Powell is always out there. He's a crazy man sometimes. Yeah. He's on my um my uncle's top two. Hated athletes of all time. Him and Manny Machado are our two um, hated athletes. So. No, Not even a Wisconsin guy on there? No. He, he's not as much of a Wisconsin hater. But um, anyway, that's all we have today for you for the podcast. Yes. Episode 65. Um, just going to give a plug to myself. You can tune in Saturday night, 8 o'clock, uh, Sierra Canyon um, against my oh, high school. Oh, I forgot to talk my to my you about that. Yeah. Okay, so this is a big deal. I mean, we can't... Um, we, we got to make a big deal out of this because it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That is true. So, Jack is going to Springfield, Massachusetts, birthplace of basketball, to play Sierra Canyon High School team with uh, Dwayne Wade's son. Z- Le- so? Yeah, Zaire Wade. And then LeBron James' son is also on the team, who's a freshman, but he is one of the – what is he ranked in his class? I don't know. He's got to be, like, top ten, I'm guessing. Yeah, but he's a pretty phenomenal player. And they also have – um. Zaire Williams, um, who's going to Kentucky, I believe. He's a top 10 player in 2020 class. They have BJ Boston, who um, I think one of them is going to Duke, I think. Um, He's also very good. He's a top 15 guy. Um, He's 6'6", a good wing. And then they have um, a 7'3 guy from China who is very good. Um, So they got a lot of depth. Um, It'll be a really good showcase, a lot of good games on the day, but that is the showcase matchup at eight o'clock on ESPN three. So it'll be a very eight good o'clock game. Eastern, eight o'clock Eastern. Yes. So seven o'clock our time. Yes. All right, I'll be sure to tune in. I hope you get some minutes. Yes. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll get in the game for sure. Yeah, I'll I'll be pulling it up. So what? So are we gonna talk some trash to Jane or to Brownie or like you know what's um, going on? I to get his grill a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> like you got to come up with some one liners. You know, he's a freshman only, so be like. Uh, I don't know. You you know your dad lost three or four finals. (laughs) (laughs) Or or I I think I could have a little jersey exchange with Brownie after the game. That would be sick. I mean, if you actually got that, would would you – are you allowed to do that or – No. We we could take a fake picture maybe. I I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Alex and Brownie did that actually for like the – I mean, mean, you got to ask. I mean, there's no harm to do the jersey exchange. Yeah. (laughs) Like he wants my jersey. Yeah. I mean, maybe they – James basement or yeah I mean we'll see all, all the stars will be out um I know Wade uh checked- Dwayne Wade will be there Dwayne Wade will be there yeah have you checked like LeBron James's schedule if he'll be I able think to come he's playing but let me check but elite packed house it's already sold out a few days ago thirty five hundred will be packed in there Wow that's um, awesome good luck to you um let's see do we have a song that we want to close out with oh, we could do uh we could do the go pack go song. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. All right. Go Pack Go.